Welcome to Salmond City, Ben Agari, video artist. Um, ben just curated and um, participated in an in exhibition that he did in the Herzliya Museum in Israel. But, um, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but Ben, tell us first, where do you teach? Where do you work? What do you do? And then we'll, we'll take it from there. Thank you for inviting me to Zaman. Um, I'm, um, I'm an artist, primarily working with video and installation. Um, and uh, I teach at Yale School of Art and at the School of Visual Arts in New York. Um, I actually want to say before we start that uh, I know Tzili from uh, my childhood. Mm -hmm. um, um, my mother, Shula Agari, worked uh, in the theater for many years. And growing up in the theater very much shaped uh, the way I uh, think and work as an artist and influence by the world of theater. Unfortunately, Shula is not with us anymore. Mm. And uh, But Ben is here and very talented. And he has great works. So in Israel, you teach or only here? So I moved to New York 10 years ago and to study and uh, do MFA program at Columbia University. Okay. And uh, before I moved, I, uh, I studied at Amit Rasha and uh, also taught Amit Rasha for several years. I, uh, yeah, the Amit Rasha is an art school in the uh, outside of Tel Aviv. But let's, let's go to the exhibition. In no, Australia. so if we actually, if we, start, uh, if we started to talk about teaching, I would say that uh, um, I want to Mostly talk today about the uh, the show that's right now right now is happening at the Herzliya Museum, and uh, which is called On Point in English. I think the title in Hebrew is it's better because it has uh, additional meanings. Uh, in Hebrew, it's called Al Koloshel Chod. Wow, uh, which refers to saying nice, uh, Al Koloshel nice, Chod. Yeah, it's a nice title. And, it's a very uh, unusual exhibition, if I may say, very refreshing. But we have to see it very to, fresh to, to know what you're talking different. about. Yeah. So let us see it. So I would just say that uh, the show um, emerged uh, or somewhat connected to uh, the teaching, to a class that I started to teach at Columbia several years ago, uh, which evolved around print and animation or more um, more broadly handmade moving images right uh, so this is the this is the uh, this photo is called the animator and it's a collaboration with uh, the artist George Weinberg uh, artist based in Brooklyn New York this is the uh, this is the uh, image the work that uh, the first piece in the exhibition on point in this picture uh, it's kind of a self-portrait as an animator the composition for it or the reference for it came from this photographs of animators at Walt Disney Studio mm -hmm. where they were looking at themselves in the mirror mm -hmm. to create expression for the mm -hmm. animated cartoons, whether it was an animal or, or a figure or even like a, a plant, they would do kind of funny faces in front of the mirror and try to re recapture that expression. And, uh, and yeah, this is kind of, this is a photograph um, we'll see a few of those photographs of kind of like this viewer looking at the, uh, at the exhibition, which is kind of like the animator came out from the photograph and kind of traveling in the show, uh, which was something I was thinking about 
kind of to create the, uh, the experience of, the, uh, of traveling in the exhibition, of walking in the exhibition is kind of like an animated sequence. The next animator in the show, uh, which is just across from that photograph, is perhaps the first animated uh, sequence on film. It's called uh, The Enchanted Drawing by James Stewart Blackton for the Addison Laboratory. And in it, we see this animator working on a piece of paper, drawing a figure, object, and then all of a sudden, as an act of magic, removes <laughs> the drawings from the paper. And um, there's this dialogue between things that are happening outside uh, the paper and inside the paper, live action, meaning kind of performance to the camera and animation, animated sequences. Um, I wanted to open also with this because there's, um, I'm not going to show any, every piece in the show. There's many, many um, artists. It's a group exhibition, which I was invited as an artist curator. And it includes uh, some historical works. Among them is this piece made in the Edison Laboratory, uh, which is just where the, the, the camera was first developed. Uh, and going back to kind of where animation uh, emerged um, or handmade moving images emerged and the way that the historical works are shown is kind of my interpretation as an artist for example the uh, the film we just saw that's happening on an easel is shown in the exhibition on this kind of sculptural easel the film is kind of jumping from itself outside to the exhibition this is another piece uh, it's called automata theater it looks into a, a movable books as another way, as another junction or journey in which uh, images started to move before the film camera uh, existed. And in this piece, I, uh, I focus on the work of a German illustrator called Luther Magendorfer, who was a pioneer in creating movable books, kind of later of a, we call them pop-ups, uh, but pop-ups usually has more connotation of a three-dimensional book, which Megendorfer also did, but uh, these books are all pull tabs. Uh, if you see the tabs below, if you push them uh, or if you pull them, uh, something moves in the character. Uh, there's a kind of com complicated paper engineering of different characters, animals, uh, professions. Excuse me, I'm going to share again. I can talk as I, I can talk as this. Uh, I just wanted you to hear a second of the music, uh, which was beautifully composed by a, a musician called Matt Bowder. Uh, I shot this piece at the Beinecke Library at Yale University, which is a Beinecke for uh, a Beinecke is a rare book library, and this is all just as it just as you're seeing. There's no stop motion animation involved. It's just the paper is being pushed by the tab. But the way that it is shot is from this kind of extreme close-ups. So we um, can't really see how it is done. It looks, it looks like animation. It looks like it's coming to life. And there's new relationship being, being formed between the... Who, uh, did it? Who did it? Who is the artist? Luther Magendorfer in 1890. For the Hebrew viewers, I thought to read the uh, prefer the, what he wrote at the beginning of the book. 
for the young audience that were watching it. ילדים וילדות, כשהוא הלום, קרבו לראות, אוטומטים מצחיקים מעצמם מתנועניים. הם זזים כמותך, כמוך, רק צריך נייר למשוך. אז פלאי פלאים תראו, פלאי פלאים תראו, שכמעט לא יאמנו, גם חיות, גם בני אדם, וממש חיים כולם. אם תהיו רק זהירים, יסמכו אתכם שנים. My kids had those books, so when you moved, you know, mm-hmm. you could move the... Yeah, so we made this technique for a long time, for a long time ago. נכון? Yeah. And it's quite perversive uh, at some points. I mean, I, uh, this was kind of like very friendly and I think very... Uh, but it goes, the, the video as a piece focuses kind of, or it goes in a journey that is from a more uh, friendly suite to the more perversive. imagery uh, and even though this kind of it was not just for just for kids and yeah. it's a lot about stereotypes right um, I oh. saw I saw the show I saw the exhibition when it opened and it's it's a beautiful show I think everybody should go and see it it's a lot they have many nice pieces uh Ben t- tell us a little bit about the piece behind you ah oh, okay like very famous <laughs> can I can, I'm going to go a little bit with the exhibition. One so this is a piece by Kiki Smith, yeah. an American uh, artist, and it's connected. It's just, it just shown against the uh, Megan Gorfer film we just, we just watched, because it's another way of how a contemporary artist thinks about movable books. This is in the format of an accordion, and it um, kind of tells the story of Red Riding Hood, Kipa Duma, but kind of um, presenting some sort of a harmony between the... Uh, the young girl and the wolf. Yes. Um, and it's interesting that she's, pay- the L- L- A- coat is red, and red is a very... But this is a Kippa Duma. I know. Little red But everything is yeah. black and white. There's a lot of black and white uh, in the show, because I think there's a lot of historical, but there's also, I should have mentioned that maybe early on, there's a lot of, and, and the Kiki Smith is one of these works, it's, a, it's also in partnership with Columbia University, with the Leroy Neiman Center for Print Studies at Columbia, and I uh, worked there uh, closely with uh, Thomas Vo uh, and uh, Samantha Rippner. Mm-hmm. And uh, on view, many, many works from the study center made by artists that came to create work at the print shop at Columbia. And this is additions from the um, variety of printing techniques that the artists did with, with master printer. At the, uh, at the print shop. And the way that, I, that works from this collection were, uh, is shown is making connection between the films and works on paper. Uh, the relationship between moving image and works on paper. This is a, a film uh, from 1935 by German artist called uh, Lotte Reiniger. Who, Lotte Reiniger invented the, uh, the stop motion technique for silhouette, for shadow animation. The film is called Papageno, and it's around Mozart's uh, magic flute, the, uh, the bird catcher. I want to show you that the way that the film is shown is very different from, or I mean, it's not just a film, it's part of an installation that was created for On Point. And it's based on a drawing I found by Reiniger of how a modern shadow theater should look. Uh, something that was likely by, by speaking with um, scholars, shadow scholars, something that she never saw or realized. Her drawing kind of 
and was printed in life size, and the film was a rare projection. Just a few seconds of the. You know, man, it reminds me of the Kentridge, you know? Uh, definitely the technique for Kentridge, and I, I'm sure Kentridge has uh, uh, been influenced by, by Lotte Reiniger. Right. And this kind of way of Kentridge is also in the in the exhibition, not uh, not with uh, his animations, but with works from the uh, Columbia from Columbia University a series of um, typewriters. Right. Uh, this is so just how, kind of uh, you can tell us what the, to this uh, genre, but what's um, going on now? What's happening now? Because you know, up to now you showed us, you know. Yeah, it's it's true. the the the, uh, the exhibition uh, the exhibition kind of looks at the um, handmade moving images, which are which are old techniques. Yeah, in in a moment I will show you kind of how the exhibition ends, and it ends with a new film that I've created. But you 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 asked what about now? Also, so before I get to to uh, to a new film or to a new way of working with animation, this is a relatively new work by Carol Walker. American artist that is very much resembles the uh, you know the the shadows we just saw from uh, from Lotte Reiniger from the 30s but this is all um, work that deal with other kind of shadows or other kind of black um, and much more um, relevant to the here and now and to um, to uh, the history of uh, America um and to slavery um and uh, so it's it this is this is it's shown at the exhibition just just across so kind of it's a room it's a room with very different kind of uh, approaches to making shadows another is historical uh, point of view is peep shows uh, peep show uh, is a form that started in the 17th century uh, where a wandering showman carried machine boxes on their backs from village to village, and they would cry, who want to see the new world? Mm -hmm. um, and the peep show um, offered um, worlds that were kind of beyond the reach of the, the viewers, something that the, the people in the village had never seen before, whether it was kind of an historical event, an earthquake, a, a fantasy, um, uh, the the showman would kind of call the oh. uh, whether it was young audience or older audience uh, and kind of the, the the performance of the showman was was great part of it with his voice and with music and sometimes with animals uh, here is the, we get to see the inside view of kind of a later um, a peep show from the 18th century by a German artist called Martin Engelbracht. Uh, showing kind of an image of an yeah, earthquake. All German, all German names, no? This is not in the show, but this is just to give you some of my uh, way of thinking and how this was kind of part of like also my teaching. Uh, but in the show uh, is included a paper, a paper peep show I did. Uh, by the way, also peep show, of course, became more erotic in the 20th century. Um, so usually when even like saying peep show uh, this is usually the connotation, but it didn't start that way. Uh, and it's peep show is also connected to how images move. This is a penesquitoscope, uh, a disc, but when it's when you turn it and you look through the 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 holes, you look through the slits. So the, 
how the motion picture started. The very first film by Edison yes. were intended to be viewed as kind of a peep show, as a peephole peep uh, for just one viewer at a time. Um, ben, can you take us from these to your videos? Yes, and this is my paper peep show that is in the show at Herzliya. Yeah. Which, which doesn't offer one, one perspective of one space, but uh, you can see kind of an image of kind of a portrait of me there in the first layer being split by a magician. And then it goes through uh, outdoor <coughs> to indoor uh, to theater. And this is, a, this is a paperwork by artist Sarah Z uh, from the uh, collection of uh, Colombia, uh, which um, is this notepad that was lasered to create this um, architectural space of a New York um, house with the fire escape. Um. Okay. And this is, and now, and now I'm going to uh, my film that concludes the uh, also the exhibition. It's called Eye Pencil, mm -hmm. and um, it's a film that uh, starts uh, from uh, from the graphite in a way. From the uh, what? From graphite, from graphite, from um, okay. the lead of Ferret. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, it was shot uh, primarily at, in a pencil factory in, um, Shel in Shelbyville, Tennessee, in what used to be called Pencil City, USA. Um, used to be the, the, the city where many pencil factories used to be. And, only, and now there's only one that, that uh, survived or remained, a mm -hmm. uh, Musgrave Pencil Factory. And uh, the film follows the uh, creation of, of one pencil um, it's a pencil that kind of um, doesn't follow the, uh, in a way, the order of the, uh, the machine. It arrives late, it doesn't get painted, it falls off. And then at the, uh, uh, once it's formed, once it's sharpened, uh, it, falls, it falls down and it starts to move by itself. Um, and a young girl or a girl discovers it and a dance scene begin, begins. Uh, I have a two-minute clip if you want to see from yeah. it. If we, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the entire the entire film is sixteen minutes. So for those that will go to the no, museum, no, no. Let's see two minutes. Only. Two minutes.
You're coming? <laughs> so the, the music is uh, beautifully composed by Matt Powder. Beautiful. Ben, let's go to the piece behind you because we don't have much time left and I don't want to miss it. Tell us about the piece behind you. Yes, the piece behind me um, is part of a project called The Backside. And uh, The Backside um, centers around a figure uh, that kind of lost its face or a figure that kind of appears with no face. Um, faceless and um, it's um, with kind of this uh, uh, born into kind of like this limitation uh, without having um, eyes or face uh, eyes or nose or uh, mouth um, it uh, it attempts to communicate in other ways with the uh, with the viewers and um it's also this um finding this challenge of how to make a film where um the eyes are such an important component uh, in identifying with um with the audience and uh, with um kind of a setting kind of a tone or setting kind of an emotional response and uh, and what happens if it if it's not there? But it's also uh, it's also a lot about um, the figure in this film um, is is um, in constant cleaning activities. Do you, um, can you show us a little bit? 
Sure. The backside. So um, there's an installation, a video, and a, and a series of photographs. The pens are born uh, the opposite. Yeah, Frank the front is in the back, right? It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's dressed, uh, nice. dressed uh, reverse. It walks backwards. Right. And it's like also this uncomfortable movements yeah. trying to. Can uh, you click faster? Uh, Can you click faster sure. between the pictures? Okay. Like three seconds uh, each. Uh, the uh, the uh, some of the gestures are about erasing and cleaning. Wow. Um, some of it is about looking looking for the missing part of the face in the objects or in the objects or in domestic space around it. Um, some of it is kind of these absurd situations. Uh, or kind of like a dreamlike moments. Wow. All this was shown on the big screen in the building in Zaz. It was beautiful. It was shown at uh, Times Square uh, just when it was uh, was created. Um, and uh, this like didn't get into the film, um, uh, but some of it were, were created the project was primarily created during the uh, the pandemic. Uh, I had the idea of year, of some years before, but it kind of made sense to work on it uh, While you're uh, home. at home. I usually create sets for my films or crafted environments, um, but for this film, in a way, suddenly things um, it made sense to shoot it really at uh, at my apartment. Mm -hmm. You see that the books have no titles. Right. And I think things are, uh, and I think also this 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 character is constantly kind of in shame, but it's also the power of doing things you cannot do uh, normally or regularly, but you can do from your backside. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about uh, Jonathan Geffen passed passed away, and there's this song that I kept on hearing during the Mishem Abitbi Me'achor Lo Yodea Mi'ani. Yeah, if someone, whoever looks at me from the back doesn't know who I am from behind, yeah. It's funny and sad. Yeah. Kind of, and I'm, I'm very much interested in general in tragic comedies. I think this is the last uh, photo that I had. It's beautiful. And it will be shown uh, this summer at Gordon Gallery. Oh, okay, Gordon Gallery in Israel. In Jaffa. Yeah. Well... It it's it looks like if you're in Israel, you can see uh, Ben's work both in Gordon Gallery and in the Tzelia Museum. Um, and hopefully you'll do something soon in Zaz again so people can see you here once more. Ben, thank you. It was really beautiful work. Enlightening. And um, beautiful, huh? See you all next week. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah, thank you. Too. Thank you both.